ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. The Drive with Paul Swan. Welcome into another edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. Here this hour, we got a special show, I think, for you. Coming up, we're going to hear from C.J. Burks. He's uh, going to be doing a signing coming up later this week. Opportunity for you to catch up with C.J. And also, you know, wish him on his way. We're going to hear from him a little bit later on the program. Also, here in a few minutes, we're going to hear from Megan Smith, head coach of the Marshall softball team. They are in the championship bracket. They defeat the number one seed, North Texas, earlier today in a one nothing outing. Abigail Tolbert with a shutout, so we're looking forward to seeing what they can do in the championship bracket. If they can win the next two, they're done. They win the Conference USA Tournament, and they get to go to the NCAA Tournament. So how about that? They're right there. And that's what I expect for Marshall softball. That's what a lot of people expect out of Marshall softball, always right there in contention. So beating the one seed today, putting them in the loser bracket, and the Thundering Herd, of course, advancing to the winner bracket. They will continue on tomorrow. So we'll hear from her as well. And, of course, as uh, time permits, we'll get your phone calls in on the Miller Lite phone lines at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Miller Lite hold true. Great taste. Only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. Now, we've got those two coming on the program today. And, of course, we'll talk more about the softball matchup for the Thundering Herd. They're going to play the loser. I'm sorry. They're going to play the winner of Louisiana Tech and Middle Tennessee. And North Texas will face off against the loser of that contest. And we'll talk to Megan Smith about that here in a few minutes. Of course, we got a busy night in sports. NBA playoffs continue. Toronto taking on Philadelphia. That's coming up tonight, 8 o'clock. Denver at Portland. That's coming up tonight at 10.30. And, of course, my attention will be focused on Game 1 Eastern Conference Finals between Carolina, the Hurricanes, and the Boston Bruins. Right now, everyone hates Boston except people from Boston. You know why? Because... They're terrible fans. They're terrible people. If you are a Boston fan, you're terrible. If you're living in the city of Boston, you're terrible. And you know what? Your Celtics are gone too, so take that. Boston, just a terrible place. And here's another example of Boston being Boston. Chip Alexander, he works for the Raleigh News and Observer, covers the Carolina Hurricanes, and he comes on the radio in Boston with the host, Fred Tusher. And Fred, about four minutes into the conversation, just hangs up. Hangs up on Chip Alexander. Chip's breaking it down, giving some information, some good information, actually, on the Carolina Hurricanes. You know, we have guests like that on the program all the time. It's great getting to talk to media from the other cities just to kind of get a feel for what that team's about. And Fred decides... He's going to hang up on Chip. Is it because of something Chip said? No, it's because he couldn't handle a guy with a southern accent talking hockey. Are you kidding me? First of all, you're from Boston, so don't talk about anybody's accent. First and foremost. So now we've got Don Cherry dissing hockey in the South. We've got Fred here because the guy from Boston is busting on a writer 
from the southern part of the United States of America who happens to be covering the team that Boston's facing. So he just hangs up, probably in part because, well, nobody's talking about Fred Tucher until today, right? I've never heard of Fred Tucher. He's probably never heard of me either. It doesn't matter. Why do you do that? I've only uh, I've only employed the hang-up a few times. Only a few times. And I can remember the hang-up incidents that I've employed because it is a weapon of last resort. You drop the collar when, one, you just can't deal with what they're trying to do on the air. and They're detrimental to the broadcast. Here's this guy breaking down the Carolina Hurricanes, telling everyone in the Boston radio market, Hey, here's what this team's about. If you don't know, you've been following Boston. Now you're going to face off against Carolina. Here's what this team is about. It should be a great matchup. He's dropping information, and boom. Southern accent, really. So um, adding to the list, adding to the list, the bunch of jerks are going to probably just blow through Boston as well, and we're going to get, hopefully, a Stanley Cup final featuring Carolina Hurricanes, and I don't know who I'm picking on the other side because I've got some fandom for both teams. San Jose, St. Louis, I'll I'll probably take the Blues only because uh, San Jose uh, beat the Colorado Avalanche, and, um, well, uh, we had had a party today, a commiseration party for my good friend uh, Eric Raines, who is, uh, by the way, uh, over on uh, our rock station, 92.7985, The Planet, which – Back-to-back rock station of the year in the state of West Virginia. I don't know if you knew that, but now you do. All right, we're going to take our next break, come back. Uh, when we continue, uh, Megan Smith is going to, going to join me on the program. I'm excited to hear from her. So we'll talk to Megan Smith when we continue with today's edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan, the 2019 West Virginia Broadcasters Association Best Talk Show on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Marshall softball victorious this afternoon, advancing to the winner's bracket by beating the number one seed North Texas one to nothing. And I've got to, uh, I got to admit, it's very hard to squeeze five minutes out of coach's schedule, but I got them. Megan Smith, head coach of the Marshall softball team, now joins us. And I mean that in a, in a great way because I, I swear I think this is the hardest-working softball team in all of America. Well, we, we do our best. I mean, our goal is to outwork everyone, our staff. Uh, we work extremely hard to get our players prepared. So, yeah, yeah, it's tough to get a few minutes, but I'm glad to be here today. Exciting. I, I know you expect this. A, a lot of people are, are probably excited that, the herds in the championship bracket, you're expecting to be here. I mean, you, this is what you envisioned. No, absolutely. I mean, I think we, you know, we played a, played a really good conference season. Um, we were strong, and I think we were playing our, our best softball at the end of the conference season. And, you know, we said going into this that uh, we're a dangerous team and people should be really fearful to see us in the tournament. But we're playing our best softball. You know, our offense is firing on all, all cylinders. Abby Tolbert's got confidence and is doing really well and is dominant in the circle. And our defense has come around and has been really strong. So, you know, we uh, we certainly uh, have expected to, to win games here. And we're here to contend to win the championship. Now, one nothing. that's not what I've come to expect from this team. But it still is a, an outcome that you expect because, as you mentioned, Abby has been pretty strong. Third straight shutout, correct, uh, for her and uh, the last three matchups. 
Yeah, that's correct. I mean, you know, offensively, we certainly like to put up more runs, and we have been doing that, show and, and more power um, during the games. But today, honestly, um, you know, it was a pitcher's duel. Both pitchers do extre- extremely well. And, you know, Abby has been uh, on her game here lately. She has been locked in and laser-focused. And, um, you know, today she put on a show. She was she was magnificent. I mean, there were, there were some jams. There were some um, times she had to work out of things, and, and she just had ice in her veins, and she went right after it. And it was it was fun to be a part of and fun to watch her work today. Now, the good news is if you can win the next two, you're going to the NCAA tournament. You're in a good position right now. Uh, the path to uh, the championship is the shortest for you right now, and that's got to be a pretty good feeling. You know it is, and, you know, we've told the girls before coming in here, we're going to play it one game at a time. It's a one-game season. You know, that's how we're, we're focused. We can't look ahead. So, you know, our sights now are just set on the next game and doing our best to lock in and, and uh, work in the next game. And, you know, we're going to watch Louisiana Tech and Middle Tennessee play tonight. They're going to resume. The, we had a rain delay. So they're going to resume at 730. We're going to watch them. But, you know, we've seen a lot of them. We've seen a lot of their pitchers. We've had success against both. Um, you know, and, and so we're not overconfident, but we certainly have confidence going into the next game. You sticking with Abby or are going to switch it up a little bit? Well, I think you got to go with Abby. I mean, you know, I think uh, she's she's a 24-game winner. She's uh, she's the, one of the biggest reasons we've been so successful this season. Uh, her last two performances here at the conference tournament, both shutouts, um, she looks really good. And, and honestly, the last time that, that we faced uh, both Middle Tennessee and Louisiana Tech, she threw extremely well. So, you know, we're going to go with her. But I tell you, Kaylee Williamson, KK, um, you know, we're ready to put her into. She finished the season really strong, and we know that – that we can count on her, you know, if uh, we feel like Abby's getting in a jam a little bit. Does feel like the the pitching is feeding off the defense? Because you mentioned the fact that everybody's firing on all cylinders, and you can have uh, someone out there on the circle who's having a great game, but if the defense isn't out there, it really doesn't mean anything. And it, and it feels like this has been a team that has really focused on three tent poles, scoring a lot of runs, solid pitching, and great defense. Yeah, absolutely. I think the defensive side of things is our most improved part of the game. I mean, if you were paying attention to us at the beginning of the year, that first weekend, our defense uh, was was not great. Not great at all. And that's something we've uh, put a lot of work into, and that's the most improved part of our game. Our defense has really had our pitchers back um, here in, at the middle to end of the season. Uh, and, and, you know, they really fight hard for our pitchers. Uh, and that our pitchers feed off of that. You know, our pitchers feel comfortable. Um, throwing pitches that are going to allow the other team to put the ball in play because they feel confident that our defense is going to take care of it, and they really have done a good job lately doing that for our pitchers. Since I've got you here, of course, uh, you're going to be focusing soon on the next opponent, but just to take it back a little bit, uh, you get four on the all-conference USA team, uh, really a testament to what this team's been about. Uh, Everything seems to be just firing in all cylinders right now, I mean, to use a cliche. Yeah, you know, the all-conference, Honors are great for our players. I mean, four of them on it, that's great. My own all freshmen. Um, we, have, we have other players that have done extremely well and have great numbers that, you know, I feel um, in my book are all conference players. And that's the great thing about our team. You know, we aren't a team of, of star, individual stars. We have a solid group of players. You know, from top to bottom in our lineup, everyone produces. Um, you know, our, our pitching staff is solid. You know, so that to me is, is – the best part about our team it's not just one or two or three players we have a big group of players that contribute and do big things for us and and that's why we've won what now 38 games on the season that's why we have so many players that step up and contribute 
38 and 18, an outstanding mark so far. You get to add to that total tomorrow. You face off against the winner of the two seed and the six seed, Louisiana Tech and Middle Tennessee. You know, it doesn't matter which team you get. I'm sure you'll be happy to take on either one of them. But uh, if you could scout that game for us a little bit, uh, what do you see in this Louisiana Tech and Middle Tennessee matchup? Well, you know, Middle Tennessee is a scrappy team. Um, they, they, the last two games they played here at the tournament have been a tough game for them. Come from behind, win in the first game, and they knocked off Western Kentucky uh, yesterday. So they're tough. And last year, they were the four seed coming into the tournament and won the whole thing. So they know they know how to win this thing, and, and you can see that when you watch them play. So they're a scrappy team. You know, when we played them at their place, um, we were very dominant. Uh, Abby Tolbert dom- was very dominant. Their offense couldn't really get anything going. So I know if we face them, um, we're going to see a, a, a different hunger from them and a fire since we, we definitely uh, were in control when we played them. You know, Louisiana Tech is uh, preseason number one coming into the year, and they finished the season uh, co-champs. Um, and, and they're a solid team. They have solid pitching. Uh, they're fast. They've got speed. Uh, they're well coached. You know, so honestly, we know a lot about each of those teams. Um, you know, we were able to win the series versus Louisiana Tech, and we swept Middle Tennessee. So we know we're going to get their best game and a little bit of revenge from them, I'm sure. Um, but honestly, the the great thing about us is that we've been more focused on us than anyone. You know, every time we step uh, onto the field to play someone, we're more focused on what we can do and what we need to do to, to succeed. And it, that'll be no different tomorrow. We won't get wrapped up in who we're playing. We'll focus on uh, what we need to do as Marshall uh, to win those games. Megan Smith's our guest, head coach of the Marshall softball team, the Thundering Herd, the four seed advancing to the winner's bracket, defeating the one seed, North Texas, one nothing. Abigail Tolbert with a shutout, her third straight. Tomorrow we'll face off against the winner of Louisiana Tech and Middle Tennessee. And, of course, you got to be loving the fact the rain delay and everything, just delay that a little bit more. Yeah, they're going to be a little tired tomorrow. I, I know it's, it's got to be in the back of your mind. It's in mine at least. Well, you know, rain delays are tough, you know, and you, you wish the weather wasn't an issue, but it will, it is for an outdoor sport. It always is for softball. And we were really lucky. They made the decision, the Big 12 made the decision to move our game early this morning. And no one likes to play at 930, but we, we saw it as a blessing because we knew there was going to be weather coming through. And literally, the minute that we stepped off the field and started walking towards the bus, the rain started. Um, so we we felt pretty lucky that we were able to get our game in and not have any worries, any delays. And, you know, I, I uh, tonight, you know, hopefully they can start at 730. Um, and if they do, that's definitely a late night for them. But, you know, it's championship time. So those teams and those players, they're not going to really care about that. They're going to be ready to play tomorrow, regardless of how late it is tonight. Megan Smith's our guest, the head coach of the Marshall softball team, advancing to the winner's bracket. I know it's uh, going to be a, a long next few days for you, so we do appreciate your time. And uh, this has been fun. This has uh, been a fun run so far. Um, you know, everybody's first season should go this fun, right? Well, yeah, I, wouldn't that be that'd be something, right? It has been an absolute joy. I tell you, you know, seasons can get long. You know, seasons get long. You play a lot of games. Um, but it, as a coach, this is probably one of the best groups that I've ever coached. They're a joy to be around. They love the game. They work hard. They respect the game. Uh, they love Marshall, and they're in it for the right reasons. We don't have any people in our team, no one in our dugout that is in it only for themselves. Um, they root for their teammates as much as they want themselves to succeed. That's very unique nowadays to find, um, but it's fun every day to go out there. I mean, it. It, it absolutely has been a joy, and I couldn't have scripted a better first season. Uh, you know, obviously a conference championship would make it better, but up to this point, I couldn't have imagined it going any better, and I'm, I'm just so lucky 
to be the head coach at Marshall. I love everything about it, and this group has just made it an absolute dream season. Congratulations. Good luck tomorrow. Let's hope we're talking once again about uh, this team getting into the championship game. Uh, two more games in your uh, Conference USA champions. Let's hope that happens. Well, let's hope so. We'll take it one game at a time, though. We'll worry about tomorrow first. See, I get the I get the look ahead. That's the that's the beauty of radio. <laughs> I get the look ahead. You're like, shut up. I got one game at a time. Yeah. Well, you know, we really, honestly, that's been our mantra: one game at a time, one pitch at a time. And I've got to live by it, you know. So we definitely are locked in on tomorrow. But um, hopefully, we are talking after tomorrow, and we're thinking about. Uh, are talking about being in the championship game. Coach, good luck again. Thanks for coming on, and uh, good luck Thank tomorrow. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Megan Smith, our guest, the head coach of the Marshall softball team. Again, the Thundering Herd advancing to the championship bracket. They are the four seed beating the one seed this afternoon. one nothing. They're now in the winner's bracket. They're awaiting the winner of Louisiana Tech and Middle Tennessee, and the Thundering Herd will face off against the winner of that contest. And if they can win that game, they'll be in the championship game playing the winner of the loser bracket. And we'll hopefully have the Thundering Herd in that game championship Saturday. Looking forward to it. When we come back for break, uh, we're going to hear from C.J. Burks. He's going to be in town working on, uh, well, getting that autograph hand really, really perfected because you get an opportunity to hang out with him, see him for maybe uh, one final time for a long time or at least uh, for a, uh, a while anyway as he's going to be in town for an event. And we'll talk to CJ about his career. Also, we'll talk to him about uh, where you can hang out with him on Friday. That's when we continue with today's edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Thursday edition of The Drive. Paul Swan, your host here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. And uh, true pleasure now to welcome back to the program. Uh, We get to to see him maybe a couple more times before uh, he's off to uh, pursue his pro career. And um, I can remember... The days where he was in this studio as an intern, and of course, uh, always got a chance to catch up with him after a thundering herd victory. And it's CJ Burks is with us now on the program. Good talking to you again. I thought I was. Uh, I thought I'd seen you for the last time after the CIT championship. Oh no! It's gonna be. It's gonna be another time than that. I thought it was too. So uh, congratulations again on that. I, I know that's a special way to to end your career, at Marshall hoist a trophy, cut the nets down, and uh, just see all those fans. Didn't want to go home that night. I, I know it was hard for you to get back to the locker room because everybody wanted to be around you. They just wouldn't let you go. I know for sure. Definitely. There was a lot of love. I definitely didn't want to leave either. It definitely caught me lingering around a, about an hour or two after the game. So it was good seeing, seeing and talking to everybody and getting pictures and signing different autographs and jerseys and shoes and stuff like that. It was fun. It was fun to see how much love and stuff and that I got in everybody's and how missed I'll be. Now, there's another opportunity for fans who maybe didn't get a chance to, uh, to hang out with you and express that love. You're going to have an opportunity to meet with fans. You're going to be at the Marshall Bookstore tomorrow from 2 to 4. Now, the great thing about this event is um, they're going to raffle off items and $5 for raffle ticket. So there's an autographed basketball, but you're going to be signing tomorrow, and you're not charging. You're just there to hang out with fans and 
be seen by these people who maybe didn't get a chance to see you. I thought that was really cool that you know you're just doing an autograph session because you want to. Right. Yeah. That's basically what it is. You know, just want to connect with the fans. You know, one uh one last time before I, uh before I leave and you know to start my journey. You know, they've been a big part of you know of all of our success and my individual success as well. So it's definitely going to feel good you know to just talk with everybody again and uh, connect with everybody again one last time. Now, you're heading off to pursue a pro career, and you need representation. So I'm always curious why a certain representative, why a certain agent clicks with an athlete. So you sign with Empower. What are what are they about, and why do they fit for you? Uh, they're very professional. Um, definitely have a great relationship with them uh, about basketball and off the court about non-basketball situations. Um, but, like, you know, they'll put me in a great position. You know, whole whole staff is, is just very hardworking and very committed. And, uh, you know, when you're picking an agent, you want to kind of make the right decisions, you know, have somebody that's working hard for you and that'll have your back 100%. So that's what, uh, that's what, that's what they give to me. So I felt very comfortable signing with them, knowing my career will be in their hands. So we're very excited. Everybody's very excited and ready to go. What was that process like? picking an agent, just going through, researching. I've never had to deal with an agent the way you've had to, so what's that process like? Uh, It's it's a lot of research, Uh, a lot of research, a lot of talking with the family and people close by. Um, The process, it it, kind of gets a little crazy at times when you're picking an agent and trying to decide what things and all the pros and cons and stuff to everybody, so once you're all the pros and cons, you know, just a lot of stuff, a lot of little things about people you don't know. And you got to just got to do your research and talk with different people and see what's real and, you know, what's not. And trying to get a, get a good feel for the person, get a good feel for the agency, whole co-staff working and seeing how hardworking they are. So it was good. Is it like the college basketball recruiting season all over again? Agents are coming after you or are you more of the proactive one? Uh yeah, um, it's good. Yeah, I can definitely compare it to compare it to that. Um, you know, trying to people, different people, you know, trying to trying to get a hold of me and things like that. But but then again, at the end of the day, you just gotta go with the one that makes your decision will make best for you and your family and things like that. So. Joining us on the program, one of the all-time greats here at Marshall University. I can say that now. You're off the team. You've uh, you've moved on now. C.J. Burks, uh, how to feel just um, just to know that your career had such an impact? Right. It definitely it feels good, man. To just to know what type of mark I left here at uh, Marshall. All the coach, all the coaching staff, and all the her fans has been behind me 100 percent this whole time. And you know we've been through a lot of ups and downs and a lot of twists and turns, but uh, it all turned out for the better. You know, all the work, all the hard work the team put in and I put in individually. It's been a lot of, it's been a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, you know, to go into what we've done and what I've done individually. So I just want to thank everybody, you know, for just staying there, staying there with us and not turning their backs on us when things got down. So that feels good to have a, a lot. I talked to a lot of people. A lot of people have been saying, like, how crazy our crowd is and, the atmosphere and things when they come like that, even uh, little bigger schools and things like that. So that that tells you a lot right now about our fans and things like that. So I definitely believe they was a big part of our success, and 
I, uh, I thank them for that. How harder has the workouts got? Because now you're, you're trying to get ready to, to pursue a pro career, and you, know, you you want to put yourself in a position where you can succeed at whatever level you play at. So how hard, how intense has it been just trying to get ready for that next level? Very intense, very. Um, I definitely say, you know, just been working out, working out every day and uh, pushing my body to the limits, you know. Uh, got a great got a great guy, you know, willing to work me out. And uh, workouts are definitely different, you know, def- uh, definitely high pace. Each level you go, it's a different intensity that you got to bring. So that that's with that being said, you know, workout, workouts I love, you know, doing basketball is something I love. I can do it all day, so. But, you know, the intensity is definitely a higher intensity and a different mental di- different mental mindset that you have to bring to the game. Is that something you work out with your agent as far as finding somebody who can take you to that next level? Or you know, is that something you took on yourself personally? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, it's definitely personal and with the guys that surrounded me, you know. With uh, picking the agency, you know, got to have somebody there, you know, that can also push me because, you know, I'm, I'm going to push myself. But at times, you you will need you will need that person to get you that extra step and tell you and tell you things and different things like that. So it's definitely good. Joining us on the program now, Marshall Great, C.J. Burks. I can say that he's going to be at the Marshall Bookstore on Friday afternoon, two to four p.m. Now this is a great opportunity for fans. Autographs and pictures are going to be free. Also, there's going to be a raffle for an autographed basketball, and that's just $5. And you're going to be there for two hours, maybe more, depending on these herd fans. You know how they are, and uh, just spending time with the fans. And then you're going to um, go, and hopefully, uh, maybe we'll get to hear your name on draft day, or at least uh, find you on an NBA team sooner than later. Right. Yes, sir. That's the plan. I just want to, I just hope everybody, you know, everybody, all the herd fans and people that support me. Comes out tomorrow from uh, at the Times at two, and you know support me and maybe we have some great conversations and different signings and different gifts and stuff we're going to give out. So it's going to be a very fun time. I advise that you know everybody to come out. You know have a good time. Come early too, right? Two o'clock you show up. You might be in a line. Right, come come two o'clock. You might be in a little line. You might want to come just a little bit early. C.J. Burks, our guest. So um, after this, what's next for you as far as where you go? What's the process uh, from now until draft day and after that? Process, process right now is, you know, just staying in shape, staying working out. Uh, my team, agency, you know, they're doing a great job right now. Unbelievable job, actually, um, with connecting different teams and doing different things like that, you know. It's a business, though, so my main goal, uh, agency main goal, they definitely believe in me 100%, family as well, to try to uh, make that NBA dream come true. But uh, definitely obstacles that come in life uh, that you it might not go that direction right away. So we're all just staying positive and keeping God first and praying and just working extremely hard every day. And I'm blessed to be around a group of guys and a group of staff like that that just works hard. That's important. Definitely, Go ahead, CJ. Short, shortly, I'll be leaving for Miami, working with uh, Stanley Remy. My, uh, they uh, hooked me up really well. I love them. love them down there. Uh, my agency doing a great job with connecting me with a lot of different things that's going to help my body, nutrition-wise, sleep-wise, and all the, all the whole nine yards. So they're doing an extremely well job. And to go back to that, that's important to have somebody in your corner because 
not necessarily does everybody hear their name on draft day, but that doesn't mean that's the end because there's only a couple of rounds. Not everybody gets drafted, but there are still many paths to the NBA, and the draft is just one of them. Right. It's definitely, it's definitely not like football. You know, you have seven rounds. Basketball is a, is a very rare opportunity. You only get two rounds, but a lot of people get down on themselves if, if it doesn't happen right away. But it's a process. You know, it's a business. Everything doesn't work out as planned. So my coaches, my staff, you know, they're doing a great job with me compa- uh, preparing me for uh, these different types of situations and what could, what can and what will and what could happen. So they're doing a great job preparing me. I'm just kind of curious. Um, after pro basketball, this is years down the line. You know, what are your plans after that? Are you maybe interested in getting into coaching? Uh, are you just going to focus on a on a professional career and and leave the coaching to people like Dan D'Antoni? Uh, well, well, actually, I, I have a long list of things uh, that I want to do that's outside of basketball that I love doing. But a couple couple of things, you know, I'll definitely do some coaching. Definitely interested in giving back to the community and maybe starting up uh, my own AAU team. So those are a couple of things that um, that my mind's focused on right now after basketball could be a situation that I'll definitely do. See, Jay Burks, our guest, one of the all-time greats at Marshall University. I know we'll have you back here in a few years uh, in person, so when they retire your – hopefully we'll retire your number. I've already got the plan for you. We retire your number. We get you into the Marshall Athletic Hall of Fame. Uh, you'll be here for uh, you know an awards banquet, all of that good stuff. Uh, I mean, that's what you do when you win championships and when you uh, you know, score as many points as you did. Right, 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 right. Yeah, definitely for sure. I definitely I appreciate everything. You know, all the ups and downs getting through here. And it's it's so special. I still can't believe it to this day what I accomplished and what Marshall basketball have accomplished over these years. Now, once again, CJ is going to be at the Marshall Bookstore Friday, 2 to 4 p.m., and uh, we appreciate Empower Sports Management Group for uh, for setting us up today. And autographs and pictures are going to be free, so if you want an autograph, you want a picture of CJ, those are free. $5 raffle ticket for an autographed basketball, and get there early if you want to hang out with CJ. Man, congratulations. Uh, it was good seeing you again, talking to you. Uh, congratulations on everything and looking forward to seeing where you land up in your professional career. Uh, just don't be, uh, just don't be a Celtic. Okay. That's the only thing I ask. Don't be a Celtic. <laughs> I'll try to see if I can maneuver around that. But thank you. I appreciate everything. Appreciate everybody. Appreciate you having me on the show. You know, you're very appreciated. Thank you, sir. CJ Burks, our guest. Uh, he's going to be at Marshall at the bookstore two to four tomorrow. Autograph signing, it's going to be free, and there will be a raffle for a signed basketball. That's pretty cool. The fact that he just shows up, he's just going to do an autograph session, and there's no charge to that, and there is an opportunity for you to win a basketball. I mean, that's really cool. So I do appreciate uh, the folks over at Empower for uh, putting us together today. I get a chance to talk to CJ one more time, and you get a chance tomorrow, 2 to 4, at the Marshall Bookstore. All right, we're going to take our next break, come back. We'll uh, go over what happened last night and the National Hockey League, and, of course, the NBA as well. We've got games to talk about when we continue with today's edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Buckle up. Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Thursday edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. 
That was fun. C.J. Burks got a chance to talk to him. and I can just remember, again, he was uh, the intern that we brought in here. No, he wasn't C.J. the basketball player. No, he was C.J. the intern. So now he's got a chance to uh, play professional basketball, be at the NBA or other leagues. Uh, I think he's going to have a great pro career. He's going to work hard at it, too. That's what I loved about his character. I think he had the greatest growth between last season and this season. And if you look at him, you can see he put the time in the gym. He put the effort in, and it really showed. And I don't think the dynamic of Elmore and Burks will be repeated anytime soon. And John Elmore maybe got the scoring championship. He got all that stuff. But I think C.J. Burks is what made that happen. And I think John would agree. Now, C.J. and Burks work well together, so both of their success is linked. You don't take one away without the other, and I think both of those guys would agree to that, that they were a potent combination. You know what? Those two just look like they have fun out there. I think I can honestly say that. Just watching them, just watching their body language, watching the way they played, they just have fun playing with each other. They trusted each other, and look at where it elevated it. Marshall basketball gets in the NCAA tournament. Marshall basketball, maybe not this season, gets to repeat that, but they take a postseason tournament in it to win it. They go out champions of the CIT. Nice little springboard into the next season, and those two young men get to go out winners. You feel good. It doesn't matter what tournament you're in. You win a tournament postseason, you feel good about it. You don't have questions. You don't get bounced out. You go in and win it, or you don't have those lingering thoughts, okay, you know, why are we here? No, these guys just decided, okay, we're in it. We're going to go win this thing, and that's what Marshall did. It didn't hurt to be the number one seed. Staying at home didn't help. I think it didn't help uh, the other teams. That's to be expected. Coming into the Henderson Center, which was loud. You know, the crowds were good, too. I thought they were good. I mean, you're asking fans to come to a tournament with short turnaround and buy new tickets. So I thought that was really just a great way for those young men to go out. And if you were there, and I know years from now, more of you are going to say you were there than were. But if you were there, it was just nobody wanted to go home, wanted to hang out with these kids, hang out with the champs of the CIT and just express the appreciation for Marshall and these players and get a lot of guys coming back as well. So uh, it was fun talking to CJ today. Uh, definitely uh, going to miss him. You're not going to see a, a player like him anytime soon, but that's on Dan D'Antoni. Now you got to come out with the next CJ Burks and John Elmore. Uh, I don't want that job. That's why he's the coach and I'm not. Welcome to the Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Don't forget, if you missed any part of the show today, you can always go back and catch it on our podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio. We're on TuneIn, Spotify. Wherever you get your podcast is where you can find today's edition of The Drive. we got baseball to talk about as well. Thundering Herd Baseball back at it. They are going to be on the road, taking on Old Dominion for a three-game set, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Thundering Herd. Right now, sixth in Conference USA. Of course, the top eight teams qualify for the Conference USA tournament, and that's coming up May 22nd to 26th. I think they're going to be there. 
it's feeling really close right now that they're a cinch to be in. Sixth spot right now, top eight gets in. What if they can get in maybe as a six seed, five seed maybe, you know, sneak in there as a seven. I don't know where they're going to end up, but be nice if they could get in there and maybe get uh, get hot and win a few games, and you never know. But they got to be well-rested. Finals, one, that's its own workload, taking finals. But two, they should be pretty rested and fresh as they face off against Old Dominion. Again, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, 6 p.m., for Friday and Saturday, 1 p.m. on Sunday. And, of course, you can follow all the action on HerdZone.com. I like their chances. They're 24 and 23 right now. They're 11 and 12, though, in Conference USA. That's pretty solid. That's okay. This is one of the better baseball conferences in the country, so they definitely are looking solid right now. And I think that... If you ask me a few weeks ago, there were a couple of times where I thought, okay, they've stumbled a bit here. I don't know. And, yeah, they've taken some tough losses. They face some tough competition. I'm not going to bemoan the fact that Little Marshall, out of the Conference USA ranks, maybe sometimes takes a, a, a dinger or two, takes a hit, plays up a little bit, and maybe takes it. Not the best way possible. I think that's going to improve over time. I'm optimistic, and I admit that. But at the same time, there are a lot of positives going on here. Getting a new baseball park. I mean, that's going to immediately help. Getting a new baseball park, you're going to be playing in one of the better baseball conferences in America, Conference USA. The ballpark should immediately help you plan for the future You can actually go to recruits now. Again, we've talked about this until we're blue in the face. You can go to recruits. Here it is. Here's the groundbreaking photo. Here's where you're going to be playing. And this is the competition you're going to be playing against. It's going to be good for Huntington. It's going to be good for Marshall. And I'm excited because of the fact that now you get a facility, you could probably get maybe a short season team here. You could have a team play after Marshall baseball is over. That will be fun. You would actually have baseball going for several months because you would have Marshall baseball, and then you would have minor league baseball. Again, the potential is there for, I think, a resurgence in Marshall baseball. When they break the ground, we'll have photos of it. We'll tell everyone, here it is, Marshall baseball coming to you in a brand-new facility. All right, hockey tonight, basketball tonight. Uh, What are you watching? Of course, you know what I'm watching. It's going to be Carolina and Boston. They don't like them funny southern talking boys in Boston. So uh, I'm rooting for them jerks. I am one of those front-running jerks rooting for Carolina tonight. Uh, I've already had Twitter uh, tell me uh, where I can get a shirt. That's how responsive Twitter is. Already providing me links where I can buy. I'm going to wait just a minute. You know what? If I'm going to front run, I'm getting a Stanley Cup championship shirt. I'm going to front run properly. I learned from the school of front running by my good friend, Bandwagon Bill Cornwell. I'm going to front run properly. I'm going to have a championship shirt, championship hat. 
I'm going to own this Stanley Cup championship if they win it like it's my very own. I'm doing it right. And Carolina's got Boston tonight. 8 o'clock on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. You can tune in there if you can't watch it. And, of course, Toronto and Philadelphia, Denver at Portland. We got Pirates baseball coming up tonight as well right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're done. That's it. show's over. Back tomorrow. We'll do it all over again. Hopefully we're talking about a Marshall appearance and the championship game after a victory tomorrow in softball. We'll look ahead to what's happening on the Western Conference side of the NHL bracket. We'll take a look at the NBA as well. Pirates, we've got all of that for you coming up tomorrow on The Drive right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Thanks to my guest today, Megan Smith, head coach of the Marshall softball team. And from Marshall Basketball, soon to be hopefully a pro team, NBA team near you, C.J. Burks. Don't forget, he's got a signing coming up tomorrow at the Marshall Bookstore from 2 to 4. That's going to do it for this edition of The Drive. Thanks for tuning in on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington. This is your radio home for Pittsburgh Pirates baseball. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.